Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Macaw Podcast Universe. I'm Jordan. I'm Micah. And we exist to prove people wrong when they say sequels are never better than the originals. And today is a very special day because yes. since we started this podcast, we have had, you know, people will send us or talk to us about what they think we should cover. And that's always exciting. I like to hear what people want to do. But there's been one series that has reigned supreme and had the most requests by yeah. far. Yep. I don't even know what second place would be. I don't know. I, I don't even know if we've gotten many requests for Star Wars. We, we've had like virtually no Star Wars requests. I think everyone's tired of it. I think so. Mm. Thankfully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but here we go. We're jumping in to the Fast and Furious Saga. Mm. <laughs> Welcome home, and, everyone. <laughs> and today you're you're hearing Olivia Stinton talking right now, who you you may know from Salt and Pepper podcast. You may see her walking around town. You may know her from her Instagram, but more importantly, you probably know her from our episode on Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. Your top ranked podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> old timer. I know. I'm so happy to be here. I'm very surprised that this is the number one requested me too. Uh, series. So it's not just me who's like, hello, when are you doing no. it? And, no. and what's funny is I feel like you were probably the first like a long time ago to talk about it. I was going to say that you were definitely the first. Yeah. And, and very passionate about it. And it's like, well, okay, she requested <laughs> it. So we have to do it someday. And then like ever since then, it's just been more and more people. And I think the big thing is, it's like, you've never seen it. Yeah. yeah. And that's the big, the big reason for the request, I think. Yeah. It's just such like a hearty series. I think that's yeah. why, because it's not like three of them. It's like, we've got nine, we've got, I mean, 15, 16, like we don't know when this series is going to end. So might as well just start covering it now. <laughs> Yeah, right. that's part of why I didn't want to start covering because <laughs> yeah. then there's no end. <laughs> yeah, and they just, I, not to get into it, they just change so much. I haven't seen the first one in so long, and I'm like, it's a different, it's a different series yeah, from I one bet. to, I, I think, nine is what where we're at, so... Well, there's there's nine and, and, so for the folks at home who are listening, or in your car, or wherever you are, I guess doesn't mean you're home uh we we will be covering all 10 including Hobbs and Shaw so it will be the okay. full theatrical I believe it's eight Hobbs and Shaw then nine yeah so we're this podcast is all fast and furious for the next 10 weeks you're welcome <laughs> you asked for it <laughs> yeah and I I don't even think there's any other series that are gonna uh conflict with this yeah because wow. they moved the Doctor Strange usually, release date so we usually try to break up a longer series <laughs> <laughs> not this one though we're going we're putting our pedal to the metal so to speak wow uh, yeah yeah it's a it's like a lot all at once but you just have to like buckle in be a part of the family and just like you just have to do it and, and and honestly once you get going i think your brain disconnects and you're yeah. in it you know yeah. so you just gotta uh, you just gotta do it guys <laughs> yeah that's what i'm hoping for is that that disconnection in my brain. <laughs> I'm going to pretend like you didn't say that, but no, it's what I mean is, So, so to get into it a little bit. So, and watching this first movie, my first time in any Fast and Furious thing ever, I don't even think I've ever seen it on TV, a clip of anything besides trailers and watching this first movie, it really felt like there's no way the other movies are like this. 
Yeah, this it does just, not like, from feel like seen, a series. What I've seen on the trailers, it's just like this. This is probably going to be one of the more fascinating series on how it's evolved. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I I will say the like the overarching theme of like family ending mm-hmm. every movie with like this barbecue <laughs> like the, the really serious races between cars that actually aren't that fast in real life like mm-hmm. all of that really stays true but like the budget of the movies i it's insane where it goes like yeah. just bigger yeah. explosions you know yeah <laughs> and i'm imagining that probably so uh, I'm imagining that most of the movies probably revolve around a plot that involves stealing TVs with DVD players on them, right? <laughs> yeah, all is the that, way through. Uh, all yeah, the way through, through all ten of them. It stays relevant in that way. Because they, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in this movie, they're they're whipping out the DVD players <laughs> and they're treating it like it's gold stolen from a bank. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> like it, even it at is. the time, I, I yeah. don't even know. Well, what's so funny? So, I. I to plug the podcast Newcomers, usually hosted by Lauren Lampkiss and Nicole Byer. They've gone through series that they've never seen, like Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. Um, but then their most recent season was Fast and Furious. But Lauren wasn't there. Uh, she had a baby. So <laughs> it's like, she's my friend. I wish. But like, so Nicole and John Gabris, two comedians, went through the series together. And I listened to the first episode on the first movie. And I'm just like, I just got to hear what they got to say. I love these personalities. And they go through the plot and they talk about these dvd players for a long time and they're (laughs) they're like just making just such funny jokes about how like it's all really hinges on these dvd players and and then at one point like like you know throughout this movie the the police keep saying like well the truckers are about to take it into their own hands and it's like (laughs) what does that mean and then you see it where this trucker starts shooting at them i just remember in the podcast they thought it was so funny that just like the truckers took it into their own hands they really did well i think (laughs) the more curious part is how many semi trucks filled with dvd Mm -hmm. players are going through that part of california that often like where are they going this is like every night is how it feels (laughs) and it's an obvious product placement because it's panasonic and so they like zoom in on the panasonic and i'm like however you can get this movie made i'm here for it yeah yeah (laughs) well it's like it's like the opening shot of this movie is is that that uh it it shows that um oh what are those called the the huge cargo thing from a ship Uh yeah cargo trailer they set it down they open it up and there's all these dvd (laughs) dvd tv players and the guy's like okay we got to move these things and i'm kind of going already it's like okay this is a movie that was made in 2001 yes and it it stinks of 2001 for better or worse i will say though it is pretty refreshing because i feel like more often than not the whole like robbing is like usually drug related weapons related yes or I don't know, something along those veins. So it is kind of refreshing that it's just like, we're going to steal these DVD players and sell them on the black market and turn a great profit. (laughs) It's true. Well, I think they found the perfect sweet spot of crime where it's Uh like, all right, we can let you go. It's just DVD players. (laughs) Like you're not killing anybody, you know, but it gets more intense guys. So buckle up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, but I mean, the, the police seem to be pretty invested I mean, they're yeah. they're getting yeah. heated about this, these DVD players. So they, they sure are. <laughs> could could you hit us with your um with your first experience with this movie in particular? Yes, um, I remember 
my boyfriend Arturo said, you've never seen Fast and Furious, much like your experience. And I said, no, please, no, please don't make me do this. Um, And I watched them and I instantly got way more hooked than he did. And I think it was, again, the idea of like, how big are they gonna go? Like uh-huh. we're on we're on movie one. I'm like okay, and then you get to Tokyo Drift, and you're like very confused. Uh-huh. But then you get into it, and of course, like the tragedy when Paul Walker passes away in real life, and all of that put into these movies. I don't know that it, my yeah. first experience was like I think I could get into this. <laughs> wow, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> did you when you when you first went your way through them? Did you watch them pretty quickly? Yeah, we watched them pretty much back to back and then saw like the movies in theaters when they came nice. out, um, which I think is better. Like if if this was kind of coming out staggered, not really sure if it could hold my interest as uh-huh. much as it did. But like when The Rock came in, I mean, I was hooked for life. So, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two just very large bald men, really. Who hate each other's guts (laughs) (laughs) so much. (laughs) Such a good character arc. (laughs) Yeah. So Uh, what did you guys think? Well, uh, so I want to tell you what I thought was going to, what this movie was going to be. Okay. So, and, and I think I might do this for all of them because Tokyo, so Tokyo Drift is the only movie I've seen before this. That's very confusing. And I I remember watching it and being like, wow, I don't like that. I don't need to watch these seri- this series. Yeah. Now, that could change. As we always do with this podcast, we go in fresh. I might love it this time. Who knows? But we're, I'm watching the movie, and yesterday, before it starts, I was thinking about it, and I expected this to be, like, ultra sexist, like, really, really gross sexism, mm-hmm. and really... <laughs> I. I, I just expected it to be a little bit grimier than it wound up being. Oh, okay. Just in terms of tone and and the story and stuff. Okay. And and I expected it to be very hard to watch. Okay. Yeah. Like like even a movie that maybe even a Fast and Furious fan. This is the impression I get. They're like, oh yeah, the first you know couple are okay, but once you get to five, it's so much fun. Right. That's the impression I get. So I thought this would be kind of like, okay, this is gonna be tough. It was kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we'll not get into sexist more details. at all. I mean, they, I think they did a good job of being like, no, the women are taking control of the situation for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, yeah. There's I mean, certainly there's definitely like, like stuff that has aged for sure. I mean, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I don't think I've seen that much midriff in a movie in a really long I missed time. it. I really missed it. Like those <laughs> it was outfits. so funny. And I'm not even saying that that sexist is just like, but what I mean by that is like the women who weren't Michelle Rodriguez and Jordana Brewster were just like eye candy. Yes. The whole sure, time. Yeah. And it's also like, I, I'm not used to this kind of movie or world of cars. And it's just like, not really my thing. Right. But yeah, I mean, I, I think I was expecting it to be more sexist too. I, I thought it would be very cringy. And, and there was really only one moment that made me like, Ugh. Yeah. but it was more like, this character seems gross than the movies making a statement. I thought there was going to be like way more sex, not even like literal yeah. sex, just like sexual innuendos like Mm -hmm. just yeah it's a pretty like pg-13 movie yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. there's not even like that much language or anything like rewatching it i'm like oh there's not really that much 
there's there's not that much going on. There's a lot of like booties and like bellies, uh-huh. but other than uh-huh. that, I'm like I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, this, this movie to me felt like um, a a less good Point Break, and I'm not saying yes. that I didn't enjoy this movie, but this movie as it is going on, it's like okay, so Paul Walker the cop is undercover and he's befriending Vin Diesel and he loves him and they love each other so much. And it's like, before the movie ends, it's like, okay, well, one, you know, neither of them are going to die because there's more movies. But it's also like, oh, Paul Walker is letting him go or he's going to ride off into the sunset with him. That Which was like is exactly point break. You yeah. know, he lets him go into the big surf. And it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but, but um, it, it leads up yeah. to a good second movie, though. I feel like it makes you yeah. like, okay, what happened next? Yeah, you know? right. So. And that is what what's cool about me not knowing anything about them with this ending. It's like, oh, I'm interested how they're going to start the next movie to explain yeah. maybe how they get back together or something. Yes. Yeah. Tokyo Drift is... I'm, you guys will obviously get all into that, but it it doesn't feel like it even fits in the series. Like you could take it out, and none of it carries on. Like the well, character doesn't until like like nine. They like pop him in, but it's just very weird. I'm like I uh-huh. don't understand this movie. So for you seeing that, that makes so much sense. If that was your only interaction <laughs> with the series, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. But let's let's get into who made this movie, okay? Because I I think we're gonna catch a theme here. Okay. That that will sort of explain maybe the like and and I'm not saying this in a bad way but like the kind of trashy grungy nature of this movie. Sure. Okay, so the director is Rob Cohen and he's directed movies such as Dragonheart, Triple X and the third Mummy movie. Hmm. So getting okay. you getting a feel for this guy a little yes. bit there. He oh. certainly know Catherine Bigelow who directed Point Break. <laughs> yeah. Um the screenplay is by Gary Scott Thompson, who did the Al Pacino movie 88 Minutes, oh. Hollow Man, and a bunch of episodes of the the reboot of Knight Rider. Okay. Um, it's also by Eric Berkvist, um, and this is all he's done. Hmm. Like, he's weird. done more than this movie or just this movie? Just this movie. Oh, okay. And then the other person on the screenplay is David Ayer. Yeah. Which was I didn't realize he was he had any involvement in this series. Uh, anyone who doesn't remember David Ayer, I mean, he's the guy who directed Suicide the or he directed which Suicide one? Squad. He directed Suicide Squad two thousand sixteen, and he he does a lot. He did um, Brightburn, yeah, and uh, that what's that war movie with Brad Pitt? Fury, yeah. Um, but so he, David Ayer wrote the screenplay for U571 and then he did this movie and then he wrote Training Day. So that's where he is at his career. Wow. Um, the story's by Gary Scott Thompson. The cinematography is by Erickson Core, who has done Payback, Invincible, and the new Point Break that they remade <laughs> a few years ago. Yeah. And then the music is by BT, who's an EDM artist who did stealth and that catch and sense. release that makes a lot of yeah, sense lot we of were sense. we were pretty into the musical like it just totally fit the mood <laughs> yeah. yeah it was fun <laughs> just like this is i think you said micah like out out of context i i can never stand this music but in this scene like that we're like watching, in movies i'm like let's go yeah i know i literally had a thought of maybe they got like royalty free edm music <laughs> on, yeah. on youtube yeah. i'm like you never know <laughs> i know <laughs> No, he he's a he's an artist. So uh, <laughs> and and I do want to point out that he 
so he did stealth and this Jennifer Garner movie called Catch and Release. And I just remember when Catch and Release came out, you know, Jennifer Garner's always been a big crush of mine. Yep. And I was like, oh, I got to see this movie Jennifer Garner's in it. And I saw the trailer and I was like, it just looks so boring. I can't do it. <laughs> and so I missed out on that movie. Um, this movie comes out June 22nd, 2001. It has a $38 million budget. That wow. is like the first John Wick movie. Yeah. Uh, it makes $144 million in the U.S. and $206 million worldwide. Wow. That's a hit. That's, That's a hit. Yeah. It makes sense that they said, let's make another one. Yeah. And um, I, I think, I, so I was on YouTube looking up like making of, and there, there's this whole little like 30-minute like documentary thing showing behind the scenes. And... They, it, it all sounded like they were hyping up the movie. So I'm just imagining that this movie had done a pretty good job of letting people behind the scenes and advertising and getting people like, excited like for it. Like word of mouth. A lot yeah. of word of mouth. Yeah. Cool. Um, and it was supposed to be called Redline originally. Why? So I, I don't know. I don't know why they changed it. Oh, is it Redline wonder... because of the finish line? No, that's, that's they... checkered. Oh. No, but not in this movie. When they, when they were doing the road the race, end. they were like spray painting it red. Oh, was it, it red? red? Yeah. Oh, then it probably was for that. Like, this isn't like legit racing. Come on. <laughs> well, some would argue it's more legit. Oh, yeah. You got me. <laughs> so um, the director read an article called Racer X, this article about street racing, and then he watched a bunch of, or he went to an illegal street race in LA, and he was like, this is a movie. Hmm. This is a good idea. Yeah. Um, they had to get the the rights for the title from Roger Corman, the famous producer, okay. who brought up Francis Ford Coppola and all those okay. guys. Yeah. Um, because there's a 1954 film called The Fast and the Furious. No relation, though, beyond oh, oh, that. Oh, okay. Um, David Ayer was brought on, uh, and he mostly changed it from a, quote, mostly white and suburban story set in New York to a diverse one set in Los Angeles. Yeah, I feel oh. like the location's, like, really important. Yeah, I don't New know about York? the other movies, but in this movie, like, it feels very important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. New, yeah. yeah. I How mean, I guess... How work in New York? <laughs> yeah, I know. drive in New York. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just, it's the city that never sleeps. There's cars everywhere all the time. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> um, Eminem turned down the role of Paul Walker. Whoa. <gasps> We would have gotten a completely different <laughs> franchise. <laughs> that is so weird and interesting. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Paul Walker, he makes the series. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to be convinced of that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay, well, here's my thing, because I've seen him in other stuff, because when I was looking at this filmography, I've seen him in other stuff that I didn't know that he was in it, if that makes sense. So in watching this, I just was like, I know he, this guy's going to get better. Yeah. Oh, but he gets better. I, yeah, but I, I found some interesting stuff about him. His filmography. But you're not going to tell it yet? No, because you're almost done. Okay, I am almost done with my notes. Um, but yeah, Eminem turned it down so he could do 8 Mile. Mm. So that makes sense, because yeah. that's basically a biopic. Like his, yeah. Um, the studio, this is just a fun thing here. They said, we're going to greenlight this movie as long as you get Timothy Oliphant for Dominic. Really? But the, in the year before, he had started in, Gone in 60 Seconds. Which is a car movie. And okay. he was like, I can't do two of those back to back. Timothy Oliphant? 
That's different weird. movie. Yeah. Different movie. I can't imagine that. I feel like all of these things, if if they changed, there might not be the series we yeah. have now. Because mm-hmm. yeah. we just have these bombastic personalities with like Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. In per- like you take Vin Diesel out of this, I don't know if it has like the passion for it to go much yeah. further. Yeah. No, you don't have the family at all without him there. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, there is an alternate ending to this movie. Okay. Oh. In which. Tanner drops Brian off at the Toretto home where he encounters Mia packing, intending to move away. Brian reveals that he resigned from the LAPD who let him go quietly and that he wants another chance with her. When Mia tells him that it's not going to be that simple, Brian tells her that he's got time. (laughs) So sweet. (laughs) But then they realize instead of making that the actual ending, it's like, no, this isn't a love story between Brian and Mia. No, it's a love love story. story. That's actually so true. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's hit us with those actors. Okay. So, um, yeah, Vin Diesel. So, uh, these actors, most of them are so big that I only covered movies leading up to this movie. So I haven't gone beyond. Yeah. As we go through, we can fill in the gaps, I think. So Vin Diesel, um, his credits before this were saving private Ryan. Did you know he was the voice of iron giant? Yes. Okay. Iron Giant. Everybody knows that. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> Chronicles of Riddick, Pitch Black. Oh, that's in, that's that's in the Riddick series. Yeah, but like one of them was like a TV movie. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Which I just found interesting. I've gone Riddickless my whole life. I've seen some. But not a lot. Let us know if we should cover that series, folks. Yeah, because that's not a comic book, right? It always sounds like a comic book to me. I don't think I don't it think is it a is. comic book. Um, and you the seen Riddick? Seen. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it. Okay. The imagery I've seen too, it just feels like it's based on something. Yeah. I don't know. And then um, Paul Walker has a lot of acting credits leading up to this. And so they are Highway to Heaven, Program to Kill, Who's the Boss, Touched Whoa. by an Angel, Pleasantville, Varsity Blues, She's All That, The Skulls. And then he's in 24 episodes of Young and the Restless. Oh. Which oh, I that think. makes sense. I think it makes sense too His with acting first movie. in this. Yeah, it's totally. Just very, it's just very over the top. Yes, it is. So that when I saw that, I'm like, cool, like, good for him. And then he gets this movie, which I'm sure just does only good things for his career. And then he'll probably, I don't know, find more of a, a voice in this character as mm-hmm. we move forward. Yeah. Um, and then Michelle Rodriguez, the only things she has are Girl Fight and 3 a.m. Um, I didn't even know she was in this movie. Like, I knew she was in the later ones, but I didn't know she was in the first one. I didn't realize that either. She's so yeah. young. That was cool. She she looks so different. It's crazy. Yeah, she's a baby in it. Ben Diesel also <laughs> looks like a baby. He's, he's so small. <laughs> Guys. Yeah, he is really small. That's true. This movie is 20 years old, by the way. Yeah, very. That's weird. Just, yeah. just let that sink in. Yeah. Wow. Um, Jordana Brewster plays uh, Mia. She is in uh, All My Children, The Faculty, The 60s, and The Invisible Circus. And then Rick Yoon, who plays, um, let me just get the character name, Johnny Tran. Uh, he is in Die Another Day, Ninja Assassin, Olympus Has Fallen, among many other things. Okay. And Chad Lindbergh uh, play, is, is in I Spit on Your Grave, October Sky, Alex Cross. Johnny Strong, who plays uh, Leon, part of the crew. He's in Black Hawk Down, Daylight's End, and Get Carter. And then Matt Schultz, who plays Vince, is in Blade 1 and 2, Weeds, Extract, and Mr. Brooks. 
What? You were talking so fast. I know with I a lot of movies. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard you go through the cast that quickly before. It was a lot of people. It is a lot My of people. My goodness. Um, yeah, the guy who's the October Sky guy, he was bugging me the whole movie because I couldn't, I was like, who, what do I know this guy from? Yeah. And then when you alerted me to October Sky, I had the nice moment that you have if you're watching anime and you can't recognize somebody's voice and then you finally <laughs> figure it out and you're like oh yeah. okay cool yeah i often wonder if they do like like how do they choose who's gonna go to the next movie because there's a couple of the guys in the crew that don't move on into the rest mm -hmm. of the series but there's not like a mm -hmm. reason behind that so i always wonder like is there audience testing like if people liked mm. certain people more and that's why they didn't move forward because they just disappear and you're like Huh, that's I wonder, interesting yeah i wonder maybe they had like other commitments or something but yeah <laughs> yeah that's it's that'll be interesting going forward because yeah you usually there's a reason for things yeah that you find out later or even in the yeah. movie or even i can understand a world where they write the script for the next movie and they test screen it like you were saying mm -hmm. and people are like i don't know about that like it tested <laughs> really poorly <laughs> yeah i don't know that's yeah. interesting We'll we'll try and keep our eyes out so you can listen and and hopefully answer that question for you as we go. Okay, cool. Thank you. Because <laughs> in our, you know, we I guess these episodes haven't aired yet, but in our series on the Matrix, there's like a pretty he's a minor character, but like a like one of the most important minor characters I would say, and he doesn't return for the sequels. Hmm. And then looking it up, it was like it was it was all a money dispute thing where he was demanding yeah. a certain amount of money. And then he claimed that Warner Brothers sent an assassin to try and kill him and stuff. It was it's um, it was a it was a fun story. <laughs> yeah. <a> fun story. <laughs> That's interesting. Well, one thing I really like about this movie is they don't change the actors. I hate it when they do that in yeah. series or movies. But they oh, don't yeah. change the actors all the way to nine. If they're in it, like mm -hmm. they are the same, which I think is like it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I feel like sometimes too, because you know they make this movie. They didn't. They don't know that they're going to be more yet until sure. this movie is successful. So it's like they make this movie and it's successful and it's like, okay, we got to get everyone back. And I feel like a lot of the times it's like, nope, not yeah. going to do it. Scheduling conflicts or stuff like that. So yeah, it, that's one of the things that I have noticed about the series is just like, man, they just get, seems like they get everybody. Ludacris is in this now. That's crazy. Yeah, Gal Gadot's <laughs> in it. Like it just yeah. keeps going. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. It's be, it's like Marvel. It's just like, oh, they got yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. Marvel does totally. have a couple of recasts, though. So no, that they is, do. They do. That is interesting that you're pointing out that they haven't done any recasting yet. For well, not, that, for not that I can Hopefully remember. Not yet. Like the main yeah. people, they don't. So. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, so I guess it's time to talk about DVD players, right? <laughs> yeah. If we, we get a dive in. You watched it on a DVD player, right? I did. We did. No, we no, didn't. We watched no. it on HBO. I didn't either. Really had to, but... I had to think about it for a second, actually. <laughs> but um, okay. So when this movie starts, we've kind of touched on the DVD player thing, kind of <laughs> a lot, actually. And this the semi takes off, and I I will say this first sequence, I was like, okay, am I gonna like straight off the bat love this series? Yeah, it's a cool from scene. the get go, mm -hmm. because. You have these motorcyclists that pull up next to the no. semi. Really? I thought it was just the the Hondas. Or the no, yeah, they're cars. They're cars. You're okay. right. And um 
folks, I'm going to get cars mixed up this entire series, so strap in, because I don't know anything about vehicles. Just say the color of the car that it was. That, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, crap. That's what I'm going to do. Like, I, I think they were black. <laughs> yeah. they, they were black with the green light underneath. Yes. Those were yeah. the bad, the other, the more bad guys than the bad uh-huh. guys we love in the movie. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, at the beginning, was that, was that, um... Johnny's clan or was that Dom Toretto's clan that was stealing them? I think it was Johnny's because they were driving the black cars. Okay. Okay. I think of them as the motorcycle people, but they probably, they have cars too. Oh, then. Because they have that whole garage full of cars. Oh, I thought the Dom's crew was doing it the whole time. Well, or everyone was kind of working together. Yeah. Huh. Interesting, guys. Crap. Okay, cool. <laughs> We're off that, to a rough so, start. So I anyway. think that's a case of me forgetting, not not the movie doing a poor job. Yeah, yeah, me too. I forget. But um, yeah. So it's a pretty, it's pretty cool stunts. It's clearly real stunt work. They're and like doing a grappling hook to get the window out, and then they get a guy in the cab, and then they get a car underneath the semi that looks super cool and scary. Yeah, they pull the yeah. Christmas Vacation where you where you go under the. Under the semi truck. Yeah. Oh, that's probably where they got it from. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. Big fans. That's yeah. the first time I know of it showing up in a movie. <laughs> um, and then we cut to Paul Walker, and he's on a track racing around. Yeah. Got bleach blonde hair. Yeah. Hubba looking hubba, all Cali. Right? Very blue eyes. Ooh. I feel like the movie is color graded in such a way that they pop. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mike is like, I have no idea. <laughs> No, I we have an idea. <laughs> it's very two no, thousands California guy, like uh-huh. yeah, how exactly. he looks. Yeah, yes. And so he's you know he's racing around the track, and I, I just have this note that just says score is so two thousand and one. Yep, and it is. And then we go to a place I'm assuming we're gonna go to probably every movie, and that's Toretto's restaurant slash well, shop, like a convenience yep. store. Thing. Yeah. yeah something yeah I, and I, he gets go ahead yeah no i was just I was gonna just say, say he, he... <laughs> <laughs> no you go <laughs> i was just gonna say i actually don't think it's in every movie at all yeah really so, yeah which is interesting now that you say that because <laughs> when when they well, pulled up i thought oh, okay this is like the iconic spot we're gonna go to every well, what's time funny about that that's the only that's like they go to that location like maybe one more time in this movie i don't mm-hmm. think it's that iconic like they go to the house more yeah it's well, i was just assuming mostly. it was iconic Okay, well you're wrong. I think you're wrong. <laughs> I I think you're. I could be wrong as well, but I don't remember it being like an identifying. It's mostly their house. That's what stays like the same. Okay. Huh. So, okay. I think that makes more sense to me. But yeah, he orders a what presumably is a disgusting tuna sandwich. Yeah, they make a big deal. It's it's a cla- it it totally works for me. But it's also like, oh, this is such a like written scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where she's like, oh, you're getting the or. He says, how's the tuna today? It's always bad. And then he's like, yeah, I'll have some tuna. And then she's like, oh, you always order that. And they kind of reference the tuna throughout the movie. And I'm like, okay, let, we're going to be talking about DVD players and tuna when we record this episode. That's funny. Yeah, but but as they're flirting, Dom has his back to them, and he's probably working on car stuff. Right. And you just you see those big shoulders that uh-huh. just get a little bit bigger every movie. Yep. Yeah. So, okay, okay. Olivia. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know your taste in men, but where okay. where does Vin <laughs> Diesel lie on the 
on the attractive scale. I'm uh, just curious what people think of him uh, on a on a purely <laughs> looks um, level here. I mm, I mean, <laughs> I don't think he's attractive in that way, but I would love if he was like my uncle or something and uh-huh. then I would be like, sure. "Oh, that's my cool uncle," you know? Yeah. As far as like like a traction level, like probably <laughs> virtually a zero. Uh-huh. Um, he's very just like, ugh, he's just like yeah. a chunk. <laughs> like, I don't yeah, yeah. He's just stocky. <laughs> like, I don't know what, but it's kind of like the rock is the same way, but he's so much bigger. Yeah. I don't know what it is about that body type, but it's a little bit too, um, I don't even know. It's too, Yeah. It's a lot. Too much. It's, it's too, too much. much. It's too much. But I'm sure there there are women who find him attractive. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, well and that's why that's why it's perfect that they got Vin Diesel and Paul Walker. Yes. And, hey, they're yes. both so different. More power to Vin Diesel. I ain't throwing shade. The guy's cool. He looks cool. He's cool. But he does He's look... He's cool in this movie. I'm going to say that. He looks like a baby that has muscles. Yeah, I was about to and say that. And that's confusing like to look baby. at. Yeah. He gets and better, it, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, but he also... You know, it's that funny thing, and I feel like we're going to be talking about this so much, but uh, uh, when when people, like, bulk up, it's always this weird addiction, and when you're, when you're just a moviegoer, it's very funny to see, like... You know, Chris Pratt gearing up for Guardians, and it's like, he will never not be huge now. Yeah, He's never right. going to be like, you know what, I'm just going to let it go for 10 years. He's just going to be huge now. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, Vin Diesel, he's, like, tiny in this compared to what he looks like yeah. now. I know. It's well, crazy. same with The Rock. If you see The Rock's first <laughs> movies, he's, like, a, like an in-shape person, but now it's, yeah. like, crazy. And Michelle Rodriguez in Fast and Furious 9... She yeah. is jacked out of her mind. I bet. She looks, but she looks amazing. I was like, "Holy crap! What is going on?" But hey, I guess the longer you're in that series, the more you're like, "Gotta get bigger." I, I mean, why not? Why, probably, yeah. They probably all go to the gym together. Probably. It's well, so cr- not we, the Rock and Vin, but we we had a friend, and I won't name names, but he was like, "I want to get to a certain level of." like look of of my physique and he had a picture of like an actor where he could go hey this is what i want to get to yeah then he got that big and he never turned back and he just keeps going going. and every time i see him i'm always like whoa that's a lot it's an (laughs) it becomes an obsession and i can only imagine as an actor you see yourself so you're probably like oh i need to work on that a little bit i need to work on that you know and if if they can afford to do that and focus on that you know Good for, good yeah, as long as hopefully them. it it doesn't become unhealthy for them. Hopefully, but it's like I can't even imagine what it's like to be a movie star and having like your main thing is people come to look at you. Oh, I can't even imagine that changes you psychologically, especially yeah. as a woman too. It's yeah, like under a totally. whole new level of critique. So, yeah, I don't yeah. know. But I will say to back to your original question, I have a friend who told me her ideal man was short, stocky, and muscular. So there are people out there that would date Vin Diesel. <laughs> so you never know. And yeah, I one of these days I'll, I'll bring up the the Vin Diesel beautiful thing one on one of these episodes. We might have to play the clip, but oh, not, not hit, today. Of him in the interview. 
Oh yeah. gosh, baby, you're so beautiful. Oh, it's so uncomfortable. You're like from beautiful world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guys, he was so drunk. Don't judge him off of that. <laughs> that was that was one of the cringe and that was pre me watching Fast and Furious, um, obviously. No. So I'm like I'm like another reason for me not to watch it. This guy's weird. He was pretty but weird in that. He's Groot too. So <laughs> I know. I mean, he is Groot. <laughs> and he's in what is that? Uh pa- pacifier. What is that? Um, oh um the pacifier. The pacifier. The pacifier. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, I forgot that he's like the guy. I love yes, that movie so much. So he gets uh, a pass. Don't yeah. don't go for a revisit on that one. I would encourage anyone oh, yeah, who likes that. it. You said that because I I saw that like I don't remember where I. Oh yeah, we were on tour and I saw it like in a bus that was where you could get like Mexican tacos and they were like the best. Uh-huh. And we're just like sitting in the bus eating these tacos and it's playing and I was like. Oh, this is rough. <laughs> oh, uh-oh. <laughs> but I think that was like a two-time theater back in the day for oh, me. Oh, yeah. I watched the movie all the time. Yeah. Loved that movie. But, um, yeah, so, okay, where are we at here? We got... Well, we're still at the shop. So, uh, Vince, the, the other big guy, and... So, the other three dudes show up, and Vince is, like, super pissed that Paul Walker's there because he's jealous. Because him and Mia yeah. had a thing, and they get into a fight. Yeah. yeah, and before that, we do see Michelle Rodriguez's fire boots, and oh one gosh, of the craziest crazy. outfits I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that one, it pans one of many. Up. Yeah, I so. love them. <laughs> it, it was just like, whoa, we're doing this. We're here. <laughs> we are in 2001 in California yeah. right now. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> you should do. I mean, you should do like a fire boot special. You know, for for. Or some of your Instagram posts or something like that. Get some oh, fire boots with like I'll like three inches of rubber and that? just I'm down. I hope Michelle Rodriguez still has those. So yeah. Here's hoping. I know. <laughs> but yeah, so then they get in this big fight and Dom comes out and he breaks up the fight. And the movie's doing a pretty good job of showing you like Dom's the man, okay? You yeah. you best be careful He's of Dom. Head of the house. He's cool. Yeah. And he's he's like Paul Walker. You get out of here. I don't want to ever see you again. Mm-hmm. They do a really good job of like you get each character very fast. You're like yeah. I know exactly what each person is about and where they lie. Like on this pecking order right now. Yeah, I will say um, Leon, which is the other guy in the crew. That guy has nothing to do in this movie other than be part of the family. Yeah, Wait, he's which one not is a Leon? part of the family leading up. Leading, going forward okay so, i mean yeah. you w- wouldn't remember because he like barely has yeah. lines well i mean he, he has lines but he just really doesn't do anything and i feel like it would be oh, weird yeah. not to have like if he was physically gone it would feel weird like you needed to round out this family a little bit more but even at the the last scene when they're <laughs> trying to hijack the semi he's just in the back not doing anything and they barely yeah. cut to him right so it's yeah, just too, yeah. Too many cooks. He's but... the he's the guy on the on the CB. Yeah. When they're doing the street race. Yeah. 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 We watched it last night, but I'm like forgetting. No, we didn't. We didn't. Oh, we watched it on two nights ago because yeah. we couldn't watch it last night. Yeah. Um. So this movie single handedly, although car people will tell me I'm wrong, this has got to be what puts Nos on the map as far as like something that everyone knows about, right? Uh, yeah, I would say so. It's like. After this, it's like, oh, yeah, put NOS in my car. Or you're playing, like, uh, you know, the arcade games where you're driving yeah. the cars and you're like, yeah. press the NOS. Yeah, probably. I mean, I'm not a car person either, so. 
I can't answer that for you. Well, watching, but we're the authority on this. Watching so. this with a car person, Arturo, I want to make it very clear: these are not <laughs> fast cars, nor are they cool cars at all. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but but Dom's car at the end that he drives. Uh-huh. Oh, that car's cool. Come is on, very cool and very nice. But the rest okay. of them are like like actually not even cool. It, you could tell the budget of it. It, uh-huh. yeah. But anyway, it's just funny. I'm like, that so can't like, go 200 miles an hour. No way. Yeah. yeah. So like throughout the movie, they ha- they like <laughs> will open the hood of a car and start talking about the engine, especially that that one dude that I'm forgetting his name right now. He's kind of like Johnny, the computer. Right. Um, I think so. Yeah. Um, so when I don't know when he's when they're talking about the engine and stuff, are they saying real things? They are, but they're dumb things. Like if okay. you say like like cool air intake, it's like that doesn't like that's not cool but then at one point he does say 2j or he says 2jz and i know that's a really cool engine but that's pretty okay. much the extent of my knowledge the rest of it is just like dude that doesn't make a car fast i don't know what you're saying okay that's yeah. what i was wondering when i was watching it is like are they just saying things to make it sound cool or i think a little i, I think a little bit of both <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> yeah so now we're at the illegal street race yeah. They have cars lined up, and this this is cool. I mean, and, and well, and the movie wants you to know it's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, my note here it says everyone is so damn cool, so <laughs> it's obvious. Um, and and Paul's gonna take this chance to bet his car to race Dom to win his respect and ultimately his love right. is what he's trying to do. By the end of the movie, I love in this scene. Uh, so he he gets there. He's the outsider. You have all these clicks that are that are um, that they're introducing you to, and I love that one of them. Hector just walks over to Paul Walker and is just so nice to him. Yes. When, yeah. When like yeah, he's the outsider, and you have all all of these clicks here. When you're just assuming, I mean, I think a guy does come up and is kind of like being a little bit of a jerk, but then Hector's just nice. Yeah. The other, yeah. I the, thought they were gonna get into some racy territory there. Yeah. Me like too. like stuff that would oh. be really cringy, and then he's just like super nice, and I was like, yeah. oh, that's nice, cool. Yeah. And and the other guy goes, it doesn't matter how you stand by your car, it's how you race it. And I was like, yeah. that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah. And that line right there that you just said was like, okay, this is what I imagine this series is like when it's at its best is like really yes. crazy one liners that you're like. This is dumb, but I like that. <laughs> oh, you live your life by it. I mean, when Dom says it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile, winning mm-hmm. is winning. I'm like, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. I love how later on in the movie, Mike and I were laughing really hard at this when it was um, Dom's sentimental moment talking about his dad in the garage yeah. with the car. And he's like, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> oh, that that stays throughout the whole series. Don't you worry about that. You'll hear it again. <laughs> that is so funny funny to it me is, it's so crazy. like no one talks like that <laughs> no, but i love so it stupid yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so good so paul races uh he he bets his car and they're getting ready to race and uh, here's another note i wrote this is everything i don't like about cars and men <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that <laughs> it's just like the way this this scene in particular is shot it's like this is everything i would never want to be or never be around yeah Mm -hmm. loud cars people who think the cars are cool because they're loud and guys who are like 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's some girls racing cars in there too. So yeah, you that's know? true. <laughs> yeah, and, and I-, I just think it's such a funny, weird touch. And I know it's like you do you sex up the movie a little bit you oh know my gosh, so they're, the they're a boob grab <laughs> the boob the grab. grab let's <laughs> talk like, about the boob she's grab. like you're getting me either way but if you win you get both of us uh, and then like during the race at one point he's screaming like Menage Menage Trois. Trois. <laughs> <laughs> i loved that dude it's that so was funny. the most like actual boob grab i've seen in a yeah. movie like full on i was like <laughs> Kind of what? Crazy. Is this right R all of a sudden? <laughs> but that's like as bad as it gets. Cause oh, like totally. I mean, later on they show some like intercutting of Dom and Michelle Rodriguez together doing some stuff, but it's just like it's, like it's not even that stuff. crazy. Like yeah. he grabs her butt. Mm-hmm. And then when like Mia and Paul Walker finally hook up, we don't even see it. Nothing. It's like it almost didn't even happen. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was just surprised that they didn't do anything. Yeah. For it. That, that's we got more action in Eternals. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, we did. Just yeah. kidding, we didn't. <laughs> so there is a boob grab and it's it, it's it's pretty wild it's pretty wild <laughs> i thought we were gonna have like a J- janet jackson moment there for a second because i was like i don't know how you're gonna conceal that thing with the way that's being grabbed <laughs> that's true but they I, still they still hid parts yeah you know? and you know yep. now that you said that i feel like from an outside perspective i would think there was a lot of like sex in this movie but throughout the whole series that's just not the thing that's like underlying like that's not even what you think about like there are some like love things but yeah which i appreciate i'm like cool this is about cars and men (laughs) yeah muscles you know (laughs) right so he's in the race and he turns on the nos which is so laughable watching that right now i kind of love though the going into the engine and then like seeing it like fire off and then like going off like just the it's camera so effects bad. work it's and then so bad as the racing the the fx are just really bad it looks like speed racer yeah it's pretty but not bad. in the like artistic way no, it's not like an artistic way like we're trying to make it trying, look real yeah they're trying to make it look real and it's so janky and yeah. and all the like fake camera shaking movements are just like oh this is so bad yeah yeah but i will say this uh, in the behind the scenes they did work on this thing called um i think they called it uh, a mick rick a mick rig and they they took a van and basically cut out like the back half of it and then they would attach the body of one of these types of cars and then they could put the actor in it and they could film them. And that way they could do like legit drifting and quick turns and drive wow. way faster than the typical like 30, 40 miles an hour when yeah. you have a mounted camera. And so the stuff that's not drifting is, from what I can tell, it's like pretty legit cool. shots. It's not, I know there are a lot of shots of them, you know, in a room that just has a blue screen. Yeah. Where they're doing yeah. that. But there's there's a lot of it that is legitimate. That's cool. Yeah. So that's that's what you hope to hear in a series like this, like that they're pushing that. They did the, the best they could boundary. for like two thousand and one. Yeah. I mean Oh yeah. I think definitely they tried their best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and this you know, we've talked about this so many times, but this is the turning point in like 1999 to 2003 is when like all of digital everything changes mm-hmm. for movies because you got Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Pirates of the Caribbean, mm-hmm. and uh, The Matrix, yeah. which just change the whole landscape of filmmaking. Yeah. So they did decent, but mm-hmm. this is definitely below all of those movies as far as <laughs> special effects. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, <laughs> soon you're gonna they're gonna be jumping from building to building. So just you guys wait. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then the cops show up. Everybody scatters, and um, when they do that, <laughs> and this scene was sort of funny too, just on a logic level, like Dom drifts his car and he's able to hide mm. his car and then he gets out and he just starts walking down the street i don't get and that. then a cop <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a cop is like drifts and they're like dominic toretto stop where you are and i'm like he he doesn't even have he's not in his car you can't prove anything and yeah. so instead of him being like let me just talk my way out of it yeah he just takes off running yeah. like yeah. oh man and then paul picks him up He's yep. so identifiable, number one. So, like, if uh-huh. you're on the run, why'd you get out of your car? That was the perfect hiding spot. But it's yeah. like the writers needed a way for him to get in Brian's car. And yeah. they were right, like, this right. is totally. the only way we know how. <laughs> yeah. As they're taking off, Brian and Dom, Johnny Tran and his they goons get on to, pull him over. To their territory. Yeah. That's why. Yes, yeah. And so they're, like, basically... Don't get on our territory is what I got out of the conversation. <laughs> and then and then they left. And then a second later they came back and shot up Paul Walker's car. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and then they left. <laughs> you, you did a great job there. <laughs> but uh that so but now what we have is because since uh Paul Walker lost the race, he owes uh Dom his car. Well now the car shot up, so now he has to work for Dom and give him a 10 second car. Yes. Yeah. What is a 10-second car? That it can probably complete the race in 10 seconds. A mile, is what I'm assuming. I believe. Or a quarter mile in 10 seconds, I think. That, yeah, I think so. Yeah, a mile would be crazy fast. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be really, like 1,000 really miles an hour or something like that. It up. Oh, my gosh. A picture of Dom pops up when I write, what is a 10-second car? Yeah, a quarter <laughs> a mile drag okay. race in 10 seconds or less. Okay. Okay. So that so I, that green car that was supposedly eighty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, which mm-hmm. it wasn't, <laughs> yeah, could do that. But this, hey, Olivia, this is two thousand one money. Okay, <laughs> that's true. you gotta understand. <laughs> that is true. I find it funny the use of guns in movies like this. Like he just pulls up to the side on a motorcycle with a big gun, and you're like, "What is this? Is in yeah. what, are they in L.A.? Like, what is going on? Everyone's yeah. shooting at everyone. For some reason, everyone just thinks they can shoot at everyone, and it's it's very unsafe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's funny too because um, I I just. So you have all these different territories that people can't go on probably at certain times and stuff, but they sometimes seem to like work together on yeah. things. So it's just, I think it's just the classic, like people are very territorial. Uh-huh. It's a little, things. it's a little dicey though. Yeah. It is a little dicey. And I, I, I there was a couple of times where I was kind of like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, then we have, I think the best line of the movie and, it makes me think we need to be drinking when we watch these movies because he goes back to Dom's house and <laughs> so this is the most unbelievable scene in the whole movie. They're having a party mm-hmm. at Dom's house after this illegal street race and Dom looks at um, guy two, Vince, Vince, who is just like dancing with the girl and he's kind of like, oh, 
No, it's like Johnny or something. Oh, never mind. Keep going. Keep he's going. like, he's like, you you shouldn't have done that. And then Vince is on the guitar and yeah. he's he's got it like he's holding it horiz- vertically. Yeah. And he's just like wailing away, I guess. And then, <laughs> then Dominic grabs their two beers. And he, he, he makes sure that it is their beers. Yeah. And he hands them to Paul Walker, and he says, you can have any beer you want as long as it's a Corona. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was so funny. <laughs> and then Paul Walker. They got to pay for this movie. <laughs> they did. Yeah, they, they did. did. <laughs> it actually seems like something that person would say. It does. It, it so is it works. Yeah. <laughs> but I love so that funny. it's like he just gave him stuff. They're backwashed beer of hey, these there guys. Wasn't that much beer out of the bottle. It's still gross. <laughs> and then he makes oh it a gosh. point to wipe the. Yes, the, yeah, the, he does. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> oh yeah. And then that's when Ted Levine arrests Paul Walker. Yeah. Which I, we did not know Ted Levine was in this movie. Yeah, for just to refresh people's memory, Silence of the Lambs. He's the killer in Silence yeah. of the Lambs. And that that is a that's crazy. They got him. I think. I, I well, don't know. I don't think it's, it's that crazy. Maybe it's not crazy at the time. I, Do you I, think it's never I think, crazy? I think you can get him. Okay. If you have a budget, I think I guess you can I was just, him. he was the last person I was expecting yeah. to be in this movie. And and this, this scene's kind of fun, like, finding out. I mean, I knew this ahead of time. I knew this about the movie. But this is a fun thing that it's been, like, a half hour. And then you're like, oh, whoa, he's yeah. he's undercover. Yeah. yeah, I think the um, one and only difference between the some point break is we know that Keanu was a police officer from the beginning. And it has Gary Busey. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I have a question for Olivia that I asked while we're watching this movie, and it's not an important detail, but I'm just curious. Okay. So dad picks him up. That's his dad, right? Or no, whatever. It's his boss. Ted Levine picks him up, arrests That's him. Not his dad. I thought he said dad at one point. <laughs> I was like, who's dad? Okay, it's not his, his dad. I think it's but, his boss. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> it's not his dad. They, they pick him up and they take him to this house, like this apparently yeah, yeah. super, Amazing super like house. celebrities live to your house. Yeah. And this is where they're setting up shop to, I guess, like to run this whole case. Mm-hmm. And I'm just conf- at one point I'm thinking like, okay, like are they FBI? And mm-hmm. that's why they have to rent this house. And then I'm like, if this is the LAPD, shouldn't they just be working out of their department? <laughs> why are they? renting a multi-million dollar house oh that's the, the uh i that's have a question yeah i have no clue <laughs> okay um, uh, it doesn't the set is cool yeah i mean the house is incredible it would have made more sense if they were fbi or something because yes. lapd like you would just go to like wherever they are at like their office i don't think the lapd has the budget well, and I don't think the FBI has the budget. Well, and it has like <laughs> it looks like the FBI because there's like yes. a whole like, you know, built like there's all this stuff chalked up and they have all yes. of these things set up. And it's like, what's going on here? <laughs> Are you? Yeah, FBI? but then like they they reference the FBI, like basically the FBI is on their way. So like this part of the movie, this part of the story, they've been working on this case for a while is what it seems like. And like the Mm. FBI, I think, is like going to come and start to take it over if they don't get any results fast about the whole DVDs being stolen thing, I think. I don't know. Maybe they like hired Brian to be <laughs> undercover. Maybe. I like Maybe. that his name is Brian. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I, I have genuinely no idea, but it looks really nice. The, the it house. It does. Yeah. Good for them yeah. working at such a beautiful place. 
And they have really nice looking iced cappuccinos. Oh, they look so good. They did look. <laughs> Wait, that's actually really true. I actually I want to look that up. There has to be some there has to be some explanation, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. that that's such a wild thing though. I this felt like a, a joke. And I like this, okay? It's going to sound like I'm making fun of it. But I just like that they're like, all right, you made it back to back in. You gave us some information. You want any coffee? Yeah, we'll get, I'll get a coffee. Get us three iced cappuccinos. And then they cut to like beer mugs full of coffee. Very foamy. The glasses are sweating. It's so beautiful and wonderful. <laughs> and it just is like, this feels like such an L.A. thing. Like uh-huh. this is such a Hollywood movie. Like who made that feels. decision? No, it doesn't to feel be like, that way. Yeah. Are you serious? It feels like this someone feels who... so random no, no, no. and not what connected I'm... to no. anything. What I'm saying is, is it feels like people who don't actually drink coffee or have been around police officers at all uh-huh. would think that they would drink iced cappuccinos. But it feels like they just made a joke to me. Oh, okay. That's that's what that's I'm weird. saying because it's almost like they're just making fun of how in cop movies they always just get a cup of coffee and they're like, what if they just had iced cappuccinos maybe, maybe it is which a joke. coming from working at a coffee shop that irks yeah. me because it's not even a real drink <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah that was a really that, weird the, scene the extra i just love that in movies when people order coffee and like all the millions of people who have worked at coffee shops are yeah. just like that's not a that's not a drink that's not, not real the not people real. who wrote this movie don't know what coffee is yeah, it's just so funny to or me. Or what they but wanted to do with that scene. But people who order coffee, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sometimes don't know what they want. You no, know? that's that's definitely true. That's definitely true. Um, so then we cut back to the guy who is on the like the October Sky guy. Yeah. Le- no, what's his name? Like, it's not Leon. Is it? No, Leon's the other guy. This no. is Jesse. Jesse, and he's on the computer, and so Paul Walker's like stealing some cars. And and Jesse's on the computer showing him models of what the cars could look like once they're upgraded. <laughs> yeah. And this is like one of my favorite things about movies that are late 90s and early 2000s is them showing freaking computer schematics because they always look so bad. And it's always like... Oh, it's so bad. So true. It's my favorite. And then we have... The first barbecue of the series. Mm. Yeah. Olivia, tell us about it because you have the insight on the barbecues. How important is this barbecue? Well, it's important if you want a good family because Mm -hmm. you sit down and you say grace before no matter what's going on. And Dom's wearing his cross and they're eating like Mm -hmm. so much meat and they're just like, we're here. It's family. We're outside of our family home. And we're eating. And every single movie ends that way from here on out. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. The chicken looked good. It actually looked really good. It does look good. They always just make a point to be like, let's hold hands and say grace. (laughs) And I love that about this movie. Yeah. It's very sweet. Yeah. And and this, this whole scene is, it's just so funny. Like, so you having the 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 hindsight of like having seen them all and knowing this this whole theme of family that comes up over and over and yeah. over again. Okay, but the first time you watch it, you're just like, "What's going on right now?" Right. Like we're holding hands, we're saying grace. These are criminals. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're much more than that. But you know, it's <laughs> right. like, what's going on here? And then they have a movie night. 
like, yeah, they watch like the next together. The, the next scene, they're all like sitting on the couch, mm-hmm. and Vince yells at them, and he tells them to make their own popcorn. He's mm-hmm. very mad about well, making popcorn. Mia, in front of him, says that Paul Walker can take her to the restaurant that Vince wanted to take her to. Yeah. yeah. I think I, think <laughs> I just I just love this little divergent, and we're we're just like okay, um, we're just hanging out now, and this has nothing to do with cops, robbers, or no. anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's about family. Well, see, and that's the thing yeah. that you have to remember throughout all of these. It's like this idea that they're gonna take somebody in who didn't have a home. Like Jesse's dad's in prison, and like he showed up one day and never left. Whatever that means, mm-hmm. and you just like mm-hmm. it's this idea that their family, no matter what, and they're gonna take in like the the lost sheep. And they're going to mm-hmm. do life together. And that is the theme throughout the rest of them. And that's why you have such a connection and get to that spot, even like when Paul Walker ends up dying, that it's like mm-hmm. very impactful watching the yeah. movie because you're like, they actually are family. Like you can look up Vin Diesel. He goes to where Paul Walker died and he's there like right after it happened. And he's like talking on a megaphone like about him. And it's like, oh. it's really, really it's really sad. So anyway, yeah. it's it's good to hear that that theme is that that's the consistent thing throughout the movies. Yeah. Cause I, cause I do feel like when you do get into a franchise, those parts of it get lost fast. Yes. Like uh-huh. the reason why everyone liked it in the first place. Like, yeah, the cars are cool. Totally. The, the guys are, they're fun. Uh, Vin Diesel's hot. Vin Diesel's so hot. <laughs> but sure. like if they only did those things moving forward, there would probably always feel like something's missing yep. from them. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Well, yeah. Any, anytime you take a series to like bombastic heights, you, you have to have a, like a character or an emotional core that you can relate to. Otherwise it's just noise. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. I mean, we we talk about a lot with Marvel and a lot of the DC movies miss this where not all of them, but a lot, but, but, and not all of the Marvel either, but, but they do have like, okay, at the end of the day, you know, didn't like the, the action in black widow, not very good, but the character, I still like the character yeah. and I liked Florence Pugh and her character. So uh-huh. like, that's fun for me, even if I have other problems, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And they're so good at that with their characters. Yeah. Well, it's like, they've never, forgotten that theme either even, well even except though, for in eternals <laughs> which is funny because they really drive home that they are family but it's just so they boring. don't show us though they, yeah, tell they don't us show us they just tell us but yeah for the most part they've been really good at it yeah mm-hmm. that's oh. why i think there's such a disconnect with tokyo drift and then hobbs and shaw because you're like i don't know this character i don't care about it there's no connection yeah. to any of these people and I think that's why a lot of people are very confused about like these random little, you know, mm. inserts into the series. That makes sense. So do you do you not like Hobbs and Shaw? Is that not a good one? Uh, not really. It seemed like it was just a separate movie. Like I don't know why it had to be connected to this series in any way. I mean, I love The Rock more than anyone, but it was a movie about The Rock. Like it, yeah. none of it connected to the Fast and Furious franchise, and I don't know why they did it that way. It was kind of just like a money grab. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't very oh. good. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well. I guess we'll we'll have to just wait till we get there to really. We have some time. Yeah, we have a lot of time. <laughs> we have a lot of time. 
So now our little band of mits- misfits have decided they're going to... No, no, no. Paul Walker breaks into Hector's garage to look at their cars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, 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 this is where the plot... I was kind of like, why did he do that? Yeah, and then why? Because the, the, the his boss is on his ass. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but it's like he it just didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. So he he breaks in. Well, no, no, this is why. This is why. Well, hang on, no, hang no, on. No, 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 no. I'm gonna no, go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Because right before. So right no, before. no, no. Because I want to <laughs> say my next part. Yes. I can explain so, it. So Paul Walker breaks in, looks at the cars, and then what's weird is Dominic and. Vince or whatever, they're like watching him and they catch him. Okay, and well, I'm just like, why are they following him? All of this, I don't understand. Okay, before that, the scene before that, shut it. You may go now. The so Paul Paul Walker, he's a cop, but he also like works at that auto shop as like a front. That's like uh-huh. his undercover thing. And before he breaks into Hector's thing, Hector and his crew come in. Oh, that's to right. Order specific like parts. So he already knows the parts, profile. so he doesn't need to look at the cars, but go ahead. Well, he needs evidence. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that makes sense why, I mean, I don't know. Breaking in is breaking in. I don't know. How, that's not the best police work to break a window and break in somewhere. But well, so he gets in to do that. I mean, what? It, yeah, I don't I don't understand what he's doing for the police, though, because if they're... He is trying to prove. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. We're getting too into it. The his crew come in and they might be fitting the profile of the people they're looking for. And he's like, okay, well I need hard evidence. So he goes okay, to I their see. garage to see if he can find hard evidence. And okay, if he does, it's like ring, ring boss. I got it. I think he's get getting it. desperate. He's getting to the spot because his, I bo- think that too. his boss is getting on him. So he's like, this could be it. Cause he doesn't want to believe that it's Toretto who's doing it. Yes. So he's like, I'm going to go in and see if these are the guys that took the DVD players. But yes. I don't know why Toretto and Vince are there. I mm. I don't know that portion. Like maybe they were just yeah. following him because they were suspicious. But, you know, yeah, whatever. It's a movie. At it's that a point. movie thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, Well, it's just whenever you're doing police procedural type stuff, you got to make a real tight script. That, yeah. I mean, it's a good thing that the racing is exciting. Otherwise, <laughs> I, I think as like a... As as just a general story, not the characters, but the story of this movie is not that good. No, it was. It's yeah. Maybe I would argue bad. <laughs> well, it's, it's but, just flimsy. But it's like yeah. you know the stories down here, but like the other parts of it elevate. I think what it is. Yes. Yeah. They kind of threw so that, the police stuff in after, is what it feels. They, they like. did. Yeah. It really. It even really feels like whatever the first script is was the first the first draft and then they're like okay but we need another layer to it yes and that, let's fit that's it the in. layer that they yeah. did they gave yeah. it to david ayer and they said punch the script up and that's what he did yeah that uh, yes so they are confronting the him and they're like you a cop you a cop dude and he convinces them that he's not a cop so then they go to johnny tran's garage uh, yeah to try to find more evidence yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, you get it. Yeah, I mean, you just explained to me <laughs> that you get, get it. it so, yeah. and there are no engines in the car. This I'm not sure about, though. <laughs> I, I was I was about to ask if you guys got that no. part. <laughs> I don't know where the engines are or what is going on well, in this scene. So, okay, so to break it down. Well, no, hang on. Okay. Um, I because I they they oh you know what I somebody I think somebody stole the engines because when they're when they're uh, uh, interrogating that guy. Yeah. And they're pouring oil down his throat, which is crazy. That's yeah. Um, savage. Aren't they aren't they asking him where the engines are? 
Yes. Isn't that so. isn't that Brian's boss who works at that place that he works oh, at? Is it? Yeah, I think I that's don't... who it is. I th- I think. Oh. I think because okay. he's the one that orders all the parts. So I think for Johnny Tran or whatever his name is to be like, where are my things I ordered? And then the guy is like working with them or something. Hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I feel like I saw him in the movie before that point. Is that not right? I just remembered his boss having hair. And that guy didn't mm-hmm. have hair. You know what? I think it was a new character. Okay, guys. I'm pretty sure. I, well, at first, I Whatever. thought it was a truck driver, which made even less sense oh, to me. Yeah. Well, the, and those truck drivers, they're not just going to sit around and they're take it much longer. They're getting ready to take a stand. All right. Well, which, uh, which, I tried. The, the truck drivers. <laughs> yeah. The, the truck drivers taking their stand, yes, at the end of the movie, like it's pretty intense. But I, I, I was, like, kind of imagining it'd be, like, okay, like, the truck drivers are going to, like, do something. But it's just, no, pack a shotgun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's their big real, stand. That's pretty realistic. I feel like that's what a truck driver would do. They'd oh, be like, I would well, imagine so. I going to get a gun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the first guy had a bat. Yeah. Yeah, that's not going to do much. It's, it's just a, that's a big sentence to say. That, that, that oh, they're not going to take it anymore. Well, that, and then confusing. to just show a guy with a shotgun is, is like, Because throughout that, yeah. the police stuff, they're like, well, the FBI is coming because they can't wait any longer. We're not we're not doing enough. So they're going to come in and do everything else, which they don't want the FBI to take it over. But not just that. On top of it, they're also like, and these truckers, man, we're not, we can't calm them down anymore. <laughs> it's like, what does that even look like? What are you talking about? <laughs> are you, who's the representative of these truckers? That's <laughs> just funny. What's their it union? Is funny. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess so, it's not the same guy. So I I don't know who he is. <laughs> Basically, they got to go to another race. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, And this is when Dom shows Paul his dad's car. Mm-hmm. This is his big heartfelt moment. And he said, and, and <laughs> this was the best. This was the best. Uh. So he's like, you know, my dad died in this car, and and I, I heard him screaming. It's not, oh, it's yeah. not funny, Micah. It's pretty funny. We get to see the whole thing in Fast Nine once he get there. Whoa! Whoa. Spoiler. So, so he he says he he heard his dad screaming after he crashed, and then everyone was like, no. He died on impact. It was you. So I was the one that was screaming. <laughs> I love it. It's yeah, so cheesy. It's so cheesy. <laughs> and, then, and then he proceeds to say, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Yes. He does say that. But he also says, he said, Paul says, why have you never driven her? He's talking about the car that his dad owned. And he says, it scares the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was really like, vulnerable for him whoa. to say that to admit that. Yeah, I will. No, it. Sorry, it's kind of nice. It is it's nice. kind of sweet, but it's it's funny. It is funny. Please. I will say this scene is really integral because it it explains why he beat up a dude. It didn't just like le- yes, leave it does. that. Yeah, it does, and then it makes. Yeah. Paul fall more in love with him to be like, I'm gonna let yeah. you go at the end because obviously you beat up a guy that killed your dad. That makes yes, more sense. I, yeah, because leading up to that, that his boss just kept showing him pictures of the guy he beat up, like almost to death and yeah. all this stuff, and like how that guy is, you know, 
he's he, he's never been able to fully recover and all this stuff. And it's like, yeah. oh man, this guy's got a rage streak in him. And then you find <laughs> out why. And it's like, maybe anyone would have that rage streak in them. Totally. Yeah. He's just like me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to the beach to a race. Yeah. Well, and I have this note, Michelle and Vin getting it on. Yeah. Of course. That's yep. a good butt that. grab in that scene. It's, he it's, really yeah, he grabs, grabs her by her the butt, butt and then picks her up. He's so strong. <laughs> and this is pre him being a big, big guy. Yeah. yeah. So I mean they, Vin Diesel is hot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so they they were they were intercutting this with the SWAT teams coming into the other crews and arresting them. Not sure on what charges, other than what Paul Walker had to tell them. But yeah, that they're, was kind of they're weird. like they're like there were no engines in the car. You're arrested. It's, yeah, but but so, sometimes with the minutia of that stuff, it's like whatever. They're all bad guys, so mm-hmm. yeah. arrest them <laughs> as a movie viewer. And if you notice, they did a really good job of showing how that disrespected his family because uh-huh. of his like culture, and that uh-huh. all plays in with family. Like, yeah, it's a good job, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then they go to the big desert race. And well, they're at the beach, I thought. Whatever. No, yeah, it's like a, it's like an abandoned government land. Yes, or, that's right. So, I don't know how they got it, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And Probably so they, not supposed to be there. <laughs> and so the what's the October guy, Sky's guy name again? Jesse. Jesse. He he races Johnny Tran, and he like races with his dad's Jetta, <laughs> like a je- oh my gosh, guys, a Jetta! Come on, well even me knows nothing about. I know yeah. nothing about cars. Is it really like, a Jetta? Uh-huh. That's what he said. Yeah, oh my god, pretty sure what he said. Yeah, and I'm just pull like, up in his Volkswagen know, bug. I don't know anything about cars, but it's like I don't think you can soup that thing up enough to win a race. No, C- compared to what this other guy has, definitely not. Yeah. So he he drag drag races, uh-huh. and Johnny Transmission lose wins. Yeah, mm-hmm. is his last name Tran for Transmission? I'm just adding that to oh, a nice touch. I was like, that's his Johnny last Transmission. Name. <laughs> um, <laughs> Vin Diesel, Johnny Transmission. You know, yeah. right? Um, yeah. And then Jesse, <laughs> he just kind of like in a in a like end of breaking bad jesse moment like drives away crying <laughs> yeah well like he Aww. bet his car so that guy like he owes his car to that guy now and that's his and he just dad's drives member that's his dad's and it's car. his dad's mm-hmm. who is in prison yeah and it's just and like, so we, but we don't see him until the end of the movie it's his dad's jetta guys <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just kind of like I don't know. We don't really know the character enough to know why he would do something this stupid. Well, the, he said he uh, had like ADD, so you could tell he's like really just like sporadic. So maybe they uh, were just trying to yeah. be like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna race for slips. And it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just felt like a panicking moment. Yes. Like, I've got to yeah. drive home. <laughs> yeah. So then Sad. this triggers like, is, isn't this when Dom is basically like, now we have to do one last DVD job? <laughs> yeah. I think he's kind of like, this is, we're going to do this, and then you guys are going to be done for a while. Let's just get it done. Because he knew yes. that the truck drivers were like getting, I think they were catching on to them or something. I don't know. Yeah. And and I think yeah. Johnny said something to him as well, didn't he? Didn't he say something like, "You got to get this job done," and and that oh, he might and he have. took off with my car, so you better get this job done yeah, or something like that. I think you're right, and that's why I thought all of these like gangs 
groups of people were like working together mm. in some way. Yeah. So they. So no, that, that, that he was like forcing him to because of the car thing. Okay. I think. Okay. I'm pretty sure. So then they take off. Dom and the gang mm-hmm. minus Paul Walker. Paul is like goes to me and is like, "Tell me where they're going." Yeah, and because he overhears yeah. a conversation, yeah. forces her to get in the car by telling her he's a cop. Yeah, and then forces her to talk to that person on the phone to like give information to where Dom would yeah, be. Yeah, the tracking of it. Yes, that's and right. You you just said that he tells her he's a cop, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's pretty much like yeah. the truck drivers aren't making it, or they're taking a stand. Like I'm sure that's probably the stand. part in the the trailer. Yeah. So then she's yeah. like, okay, I'll tell you where they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, again, I I liked this little twist where he just straight up tells her. Yeah, I yeah. thought I thought that was really cool and surprising to me. Yeah, I thought they were gonna find out a different way. Yeah, um, and then they chase him down, and we have a sequence. That's pretty great. It's actually really good rewatching it's, it. Yeah. It was intense. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm kind of laughing and I am enjoying the movie the whole time and I'm kind of making fun of it, liking some, disliking some. But then this scene, I was like, oh, I'm, this is intense. Yeah. I'm in this scene. Yeah. It, yeah. Except, did either of you notice the biggest thing that happened between the time they were at the, the campground and then during the chase scene? Other than the daylight? pitch pitch black yeah Yeah. to you were you could tell they were trying to be like it's morning time i'm like this is like like in the middle of the afternoon and you know that they just couldn't shoot that at night Uh but i'm like this is a really obvious thing that just (laughs) i know i thought that was weird yeah i feel like i feel like it was totally a shooting schedule thing because Like, yes, it's the same cards at the beginning of the movie, but one of their defining characteristics was that green light underneath, which you can't see because it's light outside. Yeah. So it just, it just felt like, guys, this is the only day and time we have. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, basically, they do the same maneuvering that they do at the beginning of the movie, but this time when Vince jumps onto the... Uh, Truck. I'm trying to... What is that called? The cover, like the hood, the cover, the cover, the cover. Um, he he jumps on the hood, and that's when they got you know that's when the truckers make their big stand, and he shoots a shotgun that, at toward him. Dude, that truck driver's ruthless. He doesn't just do it once. He's like, I'm gonna I kill know. all of you. I'm like, whoa, no, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It is, and and then and then there's this great moment where Vince has his whole arm, yeah. Wrapped around like this metal cord that he used to jump on, Ugh. and he's just hanging there. And Dom's trying to get him off. Mm-hmm. His car gets kind of incapacitated. Michelle Rodriguez gets in a car accident. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, he rolls over. And that's that's when is that when Dom is like goes to her? No, Leon, no, the other guy the other had guy. nothing to do. Goes and, he goes all yeah. get Letty, um, and then he like goes. Yeah, and then finally, uh, 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 Brian catches up. And he's able to make it happen. Yeah, he say, he gets Vince. They they and then he gets the helicopter to come to airlift him. Yeah, and and yeah, he says he's a an officer in front of Dom. Oh, it's so yeah. good when Which, he's uh, on the phone looking at him and he's staring at him, yeah. waiting for him to notice. I'm like, that's actually how it would probably be, just being like, "Don't hit me, don't hit me!" Like, I'm yeah, trying Dom's to save like, your friend. He wants to punch him in the face, but also he's like, was told to apply pressure. Yeah, because like he he has to yeah. worry about his friend. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, that's. I mean, that this whole thing. I mean, 
like like this sequence here i go okay i see why people really like this series mm-hmm. and want to see more of them yeah yeah and then you think um, it's over and it's not <laughs> yeah 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 what happens next olivia because i think this is when well he, the love really blossoms well he goes and then uh toretto draws a gun on him well he goes to his house and like it's funny that they're going yes. back to their home where like the police know they're there um yeah and then is pretty much just oh, like yeah. i gotta save jesse because johnny's gonna kill him and he's like okay i'll help you and then freaking mm-hmm. jesse drives up he's all mm-hmm. crying and he said he's so scared and i'm like i'm scared <laughs> for you <laughs> and it's just it's too late for jesse and he gets obliterated yeah. and yeah I'll end that part and it's so sad. Yeah. So then they go get Guys revenge. Their arms. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really sad. That's right. So yeah, they start. So um Dom starts chasing after the guys mm-hmm. and Brian chases after Dom, chasing after the guys, but also chases after the guys. And um that that's a pretty pretty exciting chasing scenes, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm totally blanking on this chasing. Well, like, I'm some, only some thinking dude, about like, the great drag. Some dude like falls later. down a hill. Uh-huh. On the oh, on his yeah, bike yeah, yeah, that yeah, looks yeah. really painful. And then the other one like and hits I, a freeway wall or something. Yes. Yep. And then they and then they have the moment. Then, yes. The freaking moment. I'm gonna try it in my Corolla. The the train. The <laughs> oh train smart. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Very smart. <laughs> we'll try it in our minivan. We'll we can you. race together. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Well, we have NOS, so I think we'd be fine. <laughs> So so they so yeah he knocks them all off and then Dom and uh, uh, Brian are like locking eyes and they're like this could be it we should have like settled down like why why didn't we you settle know. down and get married yeah yeah <laughs> oh, okay and and they're like locking eyes you know and then they drive through and the train's coming and they barely make it mm-hmm. they barely make and it and I think they really milk this scene for all it's worth which they should they should and yeah. and this this is a reoccurring not the train thing but the looking at each other through the window thing yeah, yeah. that I hope so yeah it's it yeah. stays throughout the series <laughs> great yeah so um and then and then they like Dom crashes yeah mm-hmm. gets hit by a truck yes that's right oh the man that looked brutal yeah and then Brian's like He's like, I saw Point Break, and I remember Keanu Reeves let him ride the wave at let the end Patrick of the movie. Let Patrick Swayze go. So I'm going to give you the keys to my car, and, and you gonna ride shoot. that wave. I'm going I'm to, doesn't he shoot after him, but he doesn't shoot him like Keanu? No, he doesn't. He doesn't yeah, shoot. That would have been great, though. Thinking. Yep. He says, I, yeah, I, I owe let you go. a 10-second car. And then he goes. Yes. And it's yeah. interesting because this is the only one that doesn't end in a barbecue, but all the other ones do. <laughs> hmm, so, interesting. <laughs> I thought it ended well, good, this is, though. Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, forging the friendship, so. Right, that's true, yeah. that's true. Yeah. So that's the movie. We did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We watched The Fast and The Furious. I'm yeah. so excited for you guys to see the rest of these. I'm so <laughs> jealous. I'm not like watching these for the first time. Just like, yeah. just get, you just do it. Just fully submerge into the experience because it's so good. <laughs> I'm hoping for it. I'm ready for it. Well, it it's, it was, it was fun. I think it's like, this is my, it's a little pessimistic sounding, but it, it I think this is a bad movie that's really fun. 
and was worth watching. Yeah, that, that's yeah. a good description. It's not like I think this is like a amazing movie. It's more of just like these are super fun to watch. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe bad. You see the potential. Bad yeah. is a strong word. Bad's a strong word. It it has a lot of good in it. Yeah. But it, but it was like I was laughing. But I, I was having fun the whole time. Yeah. That's what it's for. Like, that is exactly yeah. what it makes you feel. And the bigger it gets, it just gets more and more and more, like, ridiculous to the point of, like, I don't even understand what this movie <laughs> is anymore, but you just love <laughs> it. So. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. When we get Kurt Russell in a little while. so <gasps> We do? Yeah, Kurt Russell's in these. I didn't know that. Wait, he He's is? in at least one. Get <laughs> I don't even remember yeah, that. I, I think he's in he's in eight. He might be in seven as well. Wow. Okay. But he I saw I remember seeing scenes of him and a dreadlocked Charlie Theron. Oh. Or or no cornrows cornrows. Wait. I thought she had a bowl cut. She has multiple in cuts in these, and she's in oh. her character's insane in these. But I mean, you get Jason Statham. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, you get The Rock and Vin, three giant bald men. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> that's what this series should be called three giant bald men wow that's three actually crazy i didn't men. realize they've definitely got a type <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're playing to their audience i think that's true <laughs> one for each one yeah they need to get um uh, uh jason they, alexander in they need to get dave batista <laughs> actually they do need is he in one dave dave batista's not in any of these is he i don't think so i don't know okay mm. yeah they do it's only need a matter to. of time yeah yeah, but we, yeah. So I liked it. What did you think, Jordan? Exactly with you. It's it's fun. I see all the potential, and I'm excited to see where this goes and how how they capitalize on all the good things. And I'm ready to be too fast and a little too furious. Maybe it's better and bigger. So that's all I have to mm-hmm. say. This was a joy. Well, do you mm-hmm. want to plug anything? I bet you do. If you want to listen to a podcast that's very different than this podcast, (laughs) you can listen to the Salt and Pepper podcast. Um, And yeah, you can follow us on Instagram and we just do all the podcast things as well. But this was so fun, guys. I had literally another excuse to watch Fast and Furious. So you're welcome. I enjoyed it. We we knew we had to, you being the first person to recommend. Yes. We we had to And National Treasure 3. I'm waiting for the day. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. We are too. Seriously. (laughs) Thank you. But yeah, if you... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying thank you for having me on. It was super fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Um, And for everyone else listening, go to patreon.com slash Micah McCaw and get an extra episode every single month where we cover movies with only... uh, uh, Two entries. Two entries. And uh, Olivia's a patron, so be like Olivia. Yeah, be like mm-hmm. me in every way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the next week, Too Fast, Too Furious. Adios, everybody. Vroom, vroom. <laughs>